Hey, this is Neil Mackay, your host of a Vietnam podcast. Now, before we get started on this episode, I wanted to share with you about one of my favorite affiliate partners, and that is Fiverr. I've been using Fiverr for years for everything from ordering YouTube thumbnails to keyword research, writing podcast articles, even to Canva designs and thumbnails and more. So whether you're a budding entrepreneur, a podcaster, or anyone in between, Fiverr has got you covered. It really is the go-to platform if you want to find freelancers offering a massive range of services to help you on any project. Maybe you need a stunning new logo or just a short animation, whatever you need, you can find it on Fiverr. What I love the most is how easy Fiverr makes it to connect with talented freelancers from around the world, all at prices that will fit whatever your budget is. Plus, with Fiverr's secure payment system, you can trust that your transactions are safe and secure. No dodgy people you meet on Facebook groups that disappear with your money and never give you what you want. What, that's only happened to me? As an affiliate partner, I will get a small commission if you use the link and at no extra cost to you. As an affiliate partner, I will get a small commission if you click my link and you buy something, all at no extra cost to you. And best of all, you will be directly supporting the making of this podcast that you're listening to for free, but it is not free to make. So why we head over to somewhere that you've probably never been before. It's called the show notes. So whatever app you're listening in, if it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything at all, head to the show notes, click on my special link, and then you can browse thousands of gigs ready to help you with your next project. And now, let's dive into today's episode. Let's go. So what advice would you give to someone thinking about moving to Vietnam to live? I would say if you if you actually want to come and wish to come and you if you're actually coming, then come with an open-minded mindset because, you know, anywhere you go in the world, there would be pros and cons and there would be like things that's different from your where you're from. So don't look at one with one side, be, be generous about any, um, say, hard situation that you're going to be in, like look from both sides and treat it with open mind. Great advice. And to anyone who's been living here for a long time, that's great advice as well. What advice would you give to someone thinking about moving to Vietnam? I don't think, just do it. Just do it. Like you don't want to be, you don't want to be four years old looking back at, at uh, I mean, depending on what age, any age, you don't want to go down 10 years down the road and look back and be like, I had the chance to be in Vietnam and I didn't do it. And that's the number one advice that I would give anyone in tourism is like, just fucking do it. I mean, especially after COVID right now, if it's reopening, don't take traveling for granted. Don't take those opportunities for granted at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have the chance. Yeah, that's a good point. Do not take anything for granted. Just do it. (laughs) Yeah. 
what advice would you give to someone thinking about moving to Vietnam? Again, be open-minded <laughs> and uh, be very adaptable <laughs> and enjoy whatever quirky things coming up in Vietnam. <laughs> enjoy the quirky things. That is good advice. <laughs> yes. And if you embrace that, it's going to be a really fun place. <laughs> What advice would you give to someone thinking of moving to Vietnam? Do it. Do it yesterday. Do it last week. Like immediately. It'll change it'll change your life and you'll wonder why you hadn't done it. I have not spoke to anyone, anyone that has regretted it. Not a single person have I spoke to that's regretted going to, to Vietnam. You go through peaks and troughs, you know, sometimes are more difficult than others, but generally Absolutely. as, as a rule. And what, what I would say, what I would say as an add on to that is that sometimes there's an expectation level that we have as foreigners coming to Vietnam. And if you can just lower that expectation a little bit, then you won't get as annoyed as you normally would. And that's something I had to learn when I was here, because I would say, well, this wouldn't happen when I'm back home in Scotland or this wouldn't happen. But, you know, there's lots of other things that uh, there's a lot more positive things as well. When things get too much, I always have this expression. I say to myself and I say to my wife and I'm like, just look at the palm trees, look up at the palm trees, look at the sunshine. You're in a, you're in a beautiful country with beautiful people, uh, beautiful food, a beautiful lifestyle. And I, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm lucky to be here because, you know, it's, it's, you've, you've got to work to, to get to that stage. But be thankful for what you've got and be aware of what you had before. And yeah, if you have the opportunity to move here or you're thinking about moving here, do it. Do it. Because even if you came here for six months and you didn't like it, come, come here on holiday for a month. Decide. But I, I know many people that have come here thinking... They're going to pass through for a week or two weeks, maybe on their way back from Australia and they end up staying here because that's what happens. So yeah, take the plunge, give it a go. You don't, you know, you won't know unless you give it a try. <laughs> well, I came here for six weeks and six years later, I'm still here. So yeah, that's exactly how it works out. Exactly. Now, now this question is something that I often see come up on expat groups here and we've talked a little bit we can maybe talk a bit more in the bonus part we've talked a little bit about virtue signaling and i, I see this often and this is where this question comes from for you what advice would you give to someone thinking about moving to vietnam i, I don't know i never really moved to any i never think of i will move to another country so i don't know what advice to give but if you, if I can give like an advice, it's like, you know, people are very friendly and they, and we, we, we give you what we take. So if you smile to us, we'll smile to you. If you be nice to us, we'll be nice to you. And that's the, and that's the, the, the point, you know, just be nice to people. Don't be an asshole. That's it. Good advice for life in general, but also for moving to Vietnam. Don't be an asshole. That's definitely, definitely good. What advice would you give to someone who wants to live in Vietnam, who wants to move to Vietnam? 
Oh, advise. Do your research. Know what to expect. I know some friends who came here. They did the research, but not totally enough. And they thought Vietnam would be a completely different country. So I say, check, talk with the locals. Go online. Join some Facebook group. Facebook is a thing in Vietnam. Everything you want to know, it's on Facebook. That's my advice for people who want to live here. Join all those expert and expert groups in, in, in Vietnam or in, in Saigon, where, whichever city that you go, there will be a group for it. And then learn what are the situations so that you can be and learn the good things, the bad thing, but don't be thrown off by the, the bad thing. Just to be prepared and know that that's normal. It's okay. It's been the same in other countries too, you know. I have to make a warning here. <laughs> okay. If you're listening to this and you're thinking of moving to Vietnam and Rosie says, get on the Facebook groups, <laughs> I have to warn you, most of the expat groups here are toxic. Oh, did you know, did you know this? Well, I, I guess because I... Expats isn't, which you've mentioned, Fexpats. So if you're a female, you can join the female place. expats and locals group, which... Is a good resource for females, for safe space, for women to be able to ask questions that maybe they wouldn't want to ask in a, a normal group. But some of the main expat groups here are a toxic swill of horrible, horrible people and simple questions just get the most horrible answers. So I'm just warning anyone, be prepared that if you ask a simple question like, where's the best place to live, you're going to get called a racist or something like that. <laughs> you know, that's maybe stupid, but... Yeah, you get like stupid answers. People will get angry that you don't know the answer or... So just maybe read before you post mm -hmm. is probably a good idea. And then there are some non-true expat groups as well. So look up the non-true expat groups. That's a good advice. I, I do agree some of them can be a bit negative, but I'm a very positive person. I always look at the positive side and I believe that there are always people who then would speak up and say, yo, just chill out. That person just asked something because he or she doesn't know. You live in the country, so you can just help. Well, no, of... that doesn't happen. The next it doesn't person, happen. Well, the next person will then say something even worse than the person before, and it gets like, uh, it's a toxic swill <laughs> of humanity. It's not a good place. I did see some people, again, the person who troll all the people. But, but then again, I don't use the Facebook group so much to, to live with it, but it more or less, I think it's the first for you, like the first way for you to get a, a few. Don't listen to all the experts say, more <laughs> to get information. Yeah, yeah. As you get the facts, you know. <laughs> Well, what you should do is listen to a Vietnam podcast, join my Facebook group, which is 7 Million Army, but we don't post really stuff about living here. We just post funny stuff and podcast stuff. But join that, join our community, and we'll welcome you with open arms. What would your advice be for someone thinking of moving to Vietnam to live? Leave your country. Leave your country in your country. Come to Vietnam expecting to not have anything to do with your country. You might, you might, you know, as an American, there are a few things that I got Pop-Tarts. I got, I got some things, but you know, any kind of like, you just have to leave your Western sensibility behind because you're going to see things that you're like, well, we don't do that in America. No. And you're not in America. I watched a building rise from the ground with people wearing slides, moving bricks, creating a building. And I'm, the whole time I'm like, OSHA would have a field day. Like, how are they doing that? That's, that's not okay. But 
that's that's not for me to say. A lot of things happen in this country where I just have to let it go. I think this is where everybody who lives here is somewhat Buddhist because there are just some things where you could just hit your head against the wall. Why is that happening? I don't understand. But you just have to just do it. I once saw a guy using a pneumatic drill to build the foundations of a building barefoot. A pneumatic drill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've just got to let it go, like Elsa says. No, last time. What advice would you give to someone about thinking? What would you? What advice would you give to someone thinking about moving to well, Vietnam? Well, if you're thinking about it, I never thought about the thinking part of it, and I asked the question: If you're thinking of doing it, do it. You have to do it. It's an unbelievable place to live. Practical advice: Have your paperwork in order. I know it's so boring, but you know you've lived here as well. If you don't have paperwork in order, I didn't. I didn't have access to my bank card for six months because I didn't have my TRC because I had to get documents signed and dated and all this stuff back in the UK. So be ready for the bureaucracy here. Like it's insane. So we talked about my phone being stolen. The joke is, and again, this is true. I went to report my phone being stolen and they wouldn't let me in because I had shorts on. Like just be prepared for that shit. I've been here six years and I wasn't prepared for it. And when I told people, they were like, yeah, it's a government building. You can't go in with shorts on. And I'm like, it's a police station. I don't think of it as a government building. Like, so what if I had a knife in my side? They'd be like, no, you can't come in because you have shorts on. Like, so be prepared for that stuff. Get your documentation in order. But if you are thinking of moving here, absolutely do it. I was thinking about this answer today. And the thing is, right, so you see it posted all the time on expat groups. People saying, oh, I'm thinking of moving here. They're from overseas. Where, where would you recommend to live? And there's two camps, and I, I hate this all the time. I see in the expat groups, you get the virtue signals that like, you should live in a local area, blah, blah, blah. And then there's me who lives in Taudine, and I'm like, no, you should live in Taudine. And I've been in both camps because I've lived in D4 for many years. Then I've lived in Funian, and now I live in the peaceful serenity of Taudine. And if I didn't live here, I wouldn't live in Vietnam. I'll be honest. Like, I wouldn't, I couldn't have lived in those other areas any longer. And you know the reasons why, the karaoke the construction at midnight, the the schools. We used to live across from a school that would start at 6.30. Like, I can't live like that. Yeah. Like, I just can't. I split the difference. Yeah. I live I live in Lambert. <laughs> that's, the diff- that's the difference. That's splitting, it's splitting <laughs> the difference. It's splitting the difference. Because, oh, Jesus. I spilled some water. But luckily, Neil has these uh, weird cup coverings that keep the glass from breaking. Well, it's more the water and the electrics, but can we just add that? I, did you, oh, you went there when I knocked my beer over? Okay. On Wednesday night? Uh-huh. I talked with my hands too much and yeah. on the stage, I yeah. knocked my beer over oh, and way. it fell onto the electrics. But this isn't electric. There's no electricity. No, no, we're okay. No, but this beer did. It fell onto, so luckily I grabbed it in time. <laughs> on stage, I fucking knocked over like half a, a pretty full beer. The glass smashed and the beer went everywhere. So wow. Don't worry, I got another beer. It's oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Come on, don't worry Jesus about Christ. that. Yeah, it's come fine. on. I hope they paid for yeah. it, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, what was that? But I was going to say. Oh, yeah. You split the difference by living oh, in Oh, Lambert. yeah, by living in Lambert. Because it's like, you know, you get the, you, the the being removed from reality. Yeah. But you still have Vietnamese neighbors. You know? Well, so this is the thing is when I say this repeatedly. So you li- I live in Tao Dien, but. There's lots of expats, but there's, most of my neighbors are Vietnamese. Like it's not like a, it's like a, it's not like exclusively expat. There's right. still more Vietnamese people, but there's also this thing about expats, like anything, right? They just think of white expats. 
Mm. My neighbors are Korean, Indian, Japanese, French. They're still kind of white, right? But, oh, wait. Well, then that means they're immigrants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we get to that. Let's keep it real. But there's, so there's many different people here. But so if people are thinking of moving here, think what's best for you and your family, right? So I would absolutely recommend trying out District 4 or Funyan and see how you like it. But just be prepared. That's really going to attack your senses. It's going to attack your normality. It's really different. Like, so the example for me in Funyan, the reason we left, part of the reason, there was many reasons, part of the reasons was underneath our building, which was really nice, there was like a tin corrugated hut and they were burning stuff all the time and it stunk really badly. Our apartment stunk of burning shit, like plastic or whatever. By the way, Neil's saying burn it. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Right. There you go. I know exactly. And that's me trying to make it. That's me trying to, if I said burning, if I was being really Scottish, I feel like there, was, there was some cunts burning something outside. I heard you say bonding, and I thought like they were like welding or something, and you were smelling. I was like, oh, wait, oh, wait they were burning something. Okay. I See, it. this is my life right now. Yeah. <laughs> so they were burning something outside. I'll put it on my American accent. Code switch, man. Come and, on, I uh, do it all the time. And, uh, and then my landlord, who is an amazing guy and I'm still friends with, he's a great landlord. I was like, come and see your building. Look at the side of the building. It's black because they're burning something. Wait, what, what, are they, what are they burning? And then he looked at me and he was like, ha yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I was like, so we're breathing in whatever they're burning. Your building is black and your reaction is just to laugh about it. But because what can he do about it? It's not like a normal city where there's ordinances like don't fucking burn shit next to an apartment. Like it's just still a very developing city. So be prepared if you live in those areas, you're going to get that. Till the end, there's still people burning stuff. Like you still will have karaoke somewhere, but it's generally quieter. So think about where you want to live. Think about what's best for you. Don't listen to those expats who virtue signal like, oh, well, you have to come and live in like this local area to get the full experience. You will still get an experience. It's just a different one. It's a bit different. Yeah, I get that. Okay. What advice would you give to someone thinking about moving to Vietnam? Ooh. Okay, so I'm kind of repeating what Zion Johnson said in the last episodes that I think is a really good point. I think a lot of people who may have not lived abroad before, just like myself, never lived in Southeast, never lived in Southeast Asia. I think a lot of people tend to not be so open to a new culture and maybe things that people don't understand, they're ready to dismiss them as being nonsensical maybe even culturally inferior. And it's kind of, you know, there's often explanations underneath the things that we can observe as foreigners visiting uh, a country. And you just kind of kind of go to it with an open mind. Don't be so judgmental. Ask why. Try to find out why. And these kind of like the pathways into a deeper understanding of a culture or deeper understanding of country, its culture and its history and its core values. So I'm sorry, it's not a very original answer, but I think it's so important. And I just remember when I first moved here, maybe I was quite naive and judgmental. And it took me a while to understand that there are some really cool things about this country and it just needs an open mind to approach them. I like it. Nice.
I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're like me, you may use your laptop at places where you have to use public Wi-Fi. This opens you up to digital snoopers. It's a massive problem. It can be your internet service provider, or you know who, looking at what you do online, or a cyber criminal trying to steal your bank passwords or credit card info, or even a hacker at the next table trying to steal your sensitive data. These days, it is vital that you keep your data safe. NordVPN keeps all of these snoopers away. It makes your internet activity private, protects you from accessing dangerous websites that are fishing for your data, and lets you enjoy your favorite content securely, even while away from home. And it's easy to use, even I could use it. I've actually been using NordVPN for years now here in Vietnam, and I'm excited to be an affiliate partner with them. I've used NordVPN to watch Netflix, BBC, Disney Plus with ease. And I also know that my information and data are safe from prying eyes, whoever they may be. Join now and you'll get 68% off and three months free when you go to my link, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. Just again, for those hard of hearing, nordvpn.com forward slash SMB. The link is also in the show notes. I know nobody checks them out, but go check that out and you can get the link from wherever you are listening to this podcast. As an affiliate partner, it also means that I will get a small commission when you sign up, but at no extra cost to you. So not only will you be getting a great deal through 7 Million Bikes, you get a great VPN and you'll be supporting 7 Million Bikes podcast. Stay safe online and enjoy the shows you love. Any questions, just let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. And thanks for listening to this show. Cheers.